Meet Dr. Frank King, the founder of King Bio, a local manufacturer of natural products since 1998 here in Asheville. For over 40 years, Dr. King has been helping people overcome chronic, recurring, and so-called incurable ailments while following simple, natural, and safe remedies and principles. Dr. King's full range of natural products can be found online at drkings.com. Or find select products at your local health food or drugstore, Earth Fair, CVS, and Walgreens. His book, The Healing Revolution, is available at drkings.com, Kindle, or Amazon.com. Welcome to The Healing Revolution. Welcome to the Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King and another uh, episode. Boy, I couldn't hand it to you any better on timing. You you want to talk about allergies today. It is the season. It is yes, the season. Uh, for allergies. And allergies are such a big problem, Randy. They're, you know, allergies are becoming so prominent, much more in, not only in percentage of people that have allergies today, but in the intensity of the allergy symptoms, I mean, I have people, they think they have a serious cold or even the flu. They say, I'm down wow. in, for the count. I can't get up. Wow. I, you know, I'm in bed. And, uh, I've got a, f- a fever. I think I've got the flu bug. But, you know, bottom line, what it does, it's just the intensity of allergies are hitting people, you know, more so. So both, you know, why you people ask why are the why is allergies such a big problem? And there's a number of reasons, and I want to share some of those with everyone. First of all, you know, have you ever seen an allergen? Uh, you know, you know, a pollen. You know what it looks like? It looks like something that they dug out of the ocean from World War II. <laughs> you know, one of those spiky round things that uh, yeah. you know with all these sharp. You know, spikes coming out in all directions. Yeah. It's, uh looks like a sea urchin, if you've seen one of those or have ever stepped on one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there you are. Uh, you know, it's like a sand burr. You uh-huh. remember, you probably hit some of oh, those yeah. there. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah. I've gotten a few of those on my feet. And, you know, you know, if you shrink that sand burr down, that's what a, a pollen looks like. And so a pollen is can be very irritating. And hence why you see some... Ch- uh, you know, symptoms, mm-hmm. you know, in the head, in nasal symptoms. Uh, you'll see a lot of symptoms. And you know, why do they call it hay fever? Because it can do a fever. And it is actually creating people now with you getting, you're seeing more and more fevers coming from hay fever. Wow. You know, and so a lot of times a mild, you know, seasonal allergy, spring or fall is common with the allergies, mm-hmm. but you're seeing allergies now also happening throughout the whole summer. And see, you know, as far as from, you know, uh, a nasal type, you know, mm-hmm. allergy. And and then there's, uh, there's a spinoff. Well, you start those allergies, you also, there's a connection here where we're seeing people with those kind of allergies are also getting allergies all year round. And what's up with allergies in the wintertime? What what's causing that? And these allergies are spreading into things such as, uh, 
uh, dust allergies mm-hmm. or uh, dust mites. You've heard of those. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and what is it? the other one is common is cockroach poop. Oh, wow. <laughs> How about that? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, oh, you know, you, you yeah. see a patient's face and I say, well, come back with cockroach feces. And they went, what? What? Yeah, I clean my house. But, uh, you know, we see a lot also with mold. Right. Uh, mold allergies. And we see... Uh, this expanding into even deeper into food allergies. And there's another category called food sensitivities or food intolerances. And this is huge. And especially, believe it or not, it's been around and it seems, but it's even multiplied more so since Monsanto. Oh, boy. Remember that? You you done with you done quit did. preaching and gone to meddling now, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> well said. I guess I got to meddle. You got to. We're about getting to causes, absolutely. And even if it causes stepping on some feet, I agree. And so we were dealing with uh, not only with Monsanto. We all know this is GMO. Okay, the leader in the GMO genetically, genetically modified organisms. Yeah, and. Uh, I did a show not long ago, CEOs Against GMOs. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we just see it, that it is really affecting people in many, many ways. It's affecting uh, animals. And then if you consume animals that are consuming GMO foods, which common ones is corn <laughs> that they feed the animals. Right. Uh, grains. Uh, you know, this is major GMO. Uh, you know, we haven't seen such... Uh, oh, I, ever since I went gluten-free, I didn't know I was sensitive to gluten, or, uh, but since I quit eating gluten, I feel so much better. I hear this from almost anybody that tries it for a week. Just get off gluten for a week. Uh, Randy, I, and you've done that. Uh, exactly. And you'll see a difference. You it, will. And I wonder, is it the gluten or is it the GMO foods? That also are associated with gluten. Well, that's the burning question. And I think GMOs creating, you know, you've, we've all heard of superbugs, right? right? And But I think GMO is causing uh, super problems, super pollens, okay? Okay. Super sensitivity because the GMOs, you know, we got to remember these GMOs are not just to the plant the seeds that the farmer put those are uh, seeds in the ground, that corn that's GMO, and it's hard to find corn that's not GMO. Right. You really got to dig around to find a non-GMO corn. Because the Monsantos of the world bought all of the seed companies. Yes, and these seeds that Monsanto creates are not what we call open-pollinated in other words, a farmer used to always save. You remember the old saying, save, save, save 10% of your seed, mm-hmm. you know, your crop harvest for seed? Right. And uh, that's not the case anymore because it's sterile. Can't do that. Yeah, they've, they've engineered that into the GMO so mm-hmm. that you have to depend on the seed company for that seed every year. Buy more Talk seed. About, you know, one of the things behind GMO uh, – Monsanto was their goal was to own the whole world's food food source. Uh, I've and, read that, and, and you know it's a kind of a James Bond villain kind of scenario as I see it. 
And we want to be careful of that. We want to get away from that. And that's why you see a lot of these really cool seed banks and getting to heirloom seeds and things of this nature, getting back to real seeds. Because if that seed is infertile, what's it going to do to us? Think about that for a moment. Good question. And, you know, you see infertility in humans and animals is going higher and higher. Really? Yes. You know, such uh, a much higher percentage in the world today. And it's getting worse, not better. You think with improving our nutrition, our health, and uh, things, these things should be getting better, but we see them getting worse. There's your sign. You know, so we want to be very aware of these kind of things. Chronic disease is going through the roof in increases. And so in general, uh, in chronic disease, not just in the elderly, but in all ages, childhood diabetes has gone up like 3,000% in a decade. In 10 years, it's gone up 3,000%. Children. In children. Uh, so these, these are all serious signs that we need to do something and be looking. You know, the survival, to survive in the 21st century, you know, the predators that we talk about are not the saber-toothed tiger anymore. Or, you know, it's not, uh, it's, it's a, not something you can hear, that you can see so much, that you can uh, smell you know, these are, you know, kind of hidden predators today that are taking us out in huge numbers by disease. And we want to be aware of the changes we are making in, you know, with good intentions for most people, I think. Uh, I don't think they're villains that are, oh, I want to destroy our own the world. You know, it's, there could, there's some of that. <laughs> Obviously, if we want to open our eyes wide enough, you see it. But, we need to be aware. We need to be able to see these silent killers, you know, the change in our fats from all these artificial fats from butter to margarine and, uh, you know, the the artificial sweeteners. Oh, no calories. That's such an easy thing to get addicted to, hooked on. Makes sense, but it, do, it doesn't once you look into it. You know, your body's getting the sweet and it releases, you know, the insulins and then that creates and leads to more problems with blood sugar. Uh, you know, and actually they found where zero-calorie artificial sweeteners cause weight gain because it affects your hormones in such a way, slows down your metabolism, and you begin to gain weight. And you end up diabetic. And, you know, what we call metabolic syndrome, which is a big problem today. And so we want to be aware. And all this, these, all these things, how we've all adulterated our food chain and our, and our environment has, is adulterating us. And so it's leading us to where our immune systems become out of control. And our immune systems can uh, go too hyper, which causes us to become super sensitive to allergies Again, once we start getting allergies in one type of allergy, it can easily spread and become other types of allergies because it's not so much the, the substance, but it is the host, the, the, the us inside where our immune system begins to become super sensitive. And you hear about these 
immune disorders, you know, that we become super sensitive, and that could lead to types of arthritis, uh, and types, you know, where your immune system uh, attacks our joints or our muscles or our brains, you know, our hearts. You know, we're seeing where it's inflammation like this, you know, that is growing within us. And that inflammation is tearing us down is, you know, that's they're showing where it's actually inflammation that is really what causes heart disease. Then, you know, more so than cholesterol. Wow. Okay. And so inflammation is a byproduct of allergic reaction to something. Exactly. And so, you know, I love things that's, you know, about modulation where balances, you know, and and we're going to talk about this with allergies. You know, pollen again, you know, is in the increase. Why? Because CO2, according to the USDA, United States Department of Agriculture, CO2 has increased, you know, in the last 50 or so years now, 200%. More oxygen is being— More carbon dioxide. Carbon dioxide, CO2. CO2. It's what plants breathe in, but you know, it's it's the it's what we breathe out. Right. But the, it's the it's like the uh, what oxygen is to us, CO two is to plants. Hence, actually, trees are growing faster. Yes. You think, oh, that's a good, isn't it? Yes. Well, there's good things with it. Trees are you know, plants are growing much faster. Mm-hmm. They're they're producing a lot more pollen. So, for you know, every percent of increase in CO two is like twice. The percentage of increase in pollen. Pollen production. Yes. And as so, we were growing up, we didn't have this pollen that we have today. Exactly. We didn't see the coating, that yellow no. coating of pollen on our hoods of our cars. No. Uh, you know, as we do today, you know, the pollen is definitely multiplied. And in, in you know, certain plants produce more pollen than others, like ragweed or certain pines and uh, you know, and trees, certain trees more than others. But on an average, we're looking at, you know, upwards around 400% more pollen. And not only that, but remember what I said earlier with talking about Monsanto and the GMOs? Mm-hmm. Those not only are they're creating new kinds of pollens that we're like, we've never adapted to. Gotcha. We've never seen. And so these, I call them super pollens, like super bugs. But these are serious. These are causing more, and I think why all these factors add up, they kind of create what we call a toxic heap, in a sense. And that toxic heap, it's like allergies are are cumulative, which means you can have you know everyone has maybe a little bit of allergy, but you never even notice it. You might have to blow your nose in the morning, right? You know, once and sneeze once yeah, or twice or whatever. Yes, yeah. you know, in the shower, yeah. <laughs> you blow your nose in the shower is already. <laughs> I'm not telling. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, we will go if you pee in the shower. Yeah, that's another way. <laughs> You're getting okay, too personal. Now we're going. To, I, I feel like meddling today. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, and so we want to uh, look at why is it, you know, so subtle allergy would be just blow your nose and, you know, one time in the day and you're clear and good, going normal. But then it builds up a little more here. You get, oh, now you have the seasonal allergies, the spring allergies coming in right now here in Asheville area. And 
that adds up so much. And that could lead then to stir up more sensitivity to those subtle little food allergies you might have had that don't only cause you to blow your nose in the morning. Now all of a sudden you wonder, why is my prostate acting up? Why am I not peeing so clear, strongly? My stream is slower. It can affect all parts of us. As you know, I'm just saying, allergens are not just you know in your nose, gotcha. or your eyes, or your throat, gotcha. where you commonly see. But allergens can affect every part of our body. Allergens can affect our brain. We can have brain allergies, brain sensi- you know sensitivities that affect to foods or our environment that can affect our brain. Why are my ears ringing more this time of year? Good question. Yeah. You know, why am I, my eyes feel a little more blurry or my energy is down. One of the number one symptoms with allergies is energy. Fatigue is a number one symptom associated with allergies. Wow. We did a lot of studies back in practice and we'd hook people that were sensitive up to different machines. One was in uh, brain waves, okay, an EEG. Now, another one was well, measured muscles, okay, EMGs for muscles. We had one that measured pulse. We're checking your pulse because exposure to a, let's say you ate a food that you're allergic to. I have people do a, check their pulses after they eat, you know, before they eat. You know, it's same kind of, you know, sitting, relaxing rate, say, and you check your pulse and get a reading for per minute. You know, you do it for, you can do it for 15 seconds, multiply it by four, simple little thing. There's a Dr. Coco who originally came out with this, uh, Dr. Coco's pulse test for checking for allergies. And you can see if you get exposed to an allergy, you know, you can check something if you have an allergy, say, Five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes after you eat, check it at those intervals. And you can find that, oh, all of a sudden my pulse goes up more than five points. Oh, yes. Okay. Or goes down either way. You know, a change, dramatic change with the same relaxed kind of setting rate, you know, where you're sitting. And, you know, you can find out, oh, there is something I ate in that meal. And you can keep a record of that. A little self-diagnosis, but there are also new tests out now that check for the most elusive tests of all, and that's what we call the delayed food allergy or just any or environmental allergy responses or reactions. And there's special blood tests for doing these delayed food allergy because a lot of these are very elusive, and I had a lot of these food allergies uh, back in 1980 when I first did my when it first came out, and I did like, oh, it was, I think, 110 foods. And I was allergic to 87 of them. Really? How about that? Wow. I was the poster child for allergies. Sounds like Of all it. kinds. Yeah. I had to call my mommy once when I was 16 years old to come get me because I couldn't see, uh, open my eyes to see because they were so burning and acrid and wow. irritated. And I was the guy that scraped, scraped a little hole of the ice in their windshield and <laughs> drove and peeked through that little hole and drove to school. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't afraid of the things, but you know, I could not see, I could not wow. to drive. And so that's how sensitive I used to be to allergies. Gotcha. 
I don't have really anything now. There's only one food that can affect me, and I have to eat it like two or three nights and days in a row, and that is black pepper. And so, you know, I've really been able to cure and overcome, you know, hundreds of allergies. And so that is something that we want to share that this is not just some idea, but I've walked it out and I've worked with patients. And we share in our in our clinic, and uh, we had a, built a wing in 1980 that uh, was a green wing, green built, with no you know no uh, allergic or little very little allergic materials, and uh, for people we called them clinical, they uh, were uh, hypersensitive people. Some of them would come in with breathing machines on their backs, and just uh, would come in. They were just so sensitive, and so these clinical ecology cases we called them back there in the early eighties, and, and these people would come in and they really helped teach us a lot about the uh, super allergies, and we call them, and we'll talk about this after the break, these were what we call the canaries. And if you anybody remembers the story about taking canaries down into the coal mines and in a, in a little cage, and they'd carry them. You know, miners would carry that with them. Every group of miners would have them. And if that canary starts hang, is hanging upside down in the cage on his perch, we know it's we got to hightail it out of here. And that was the crudeness of the coal mines. But the canary was oversensitive, very sensitive, and would give the miners uh, awareness. Bef- so before they became a, a victim, and so sacrifice of the canary. But it saved the miners' lives. And today, the hypersensitivity, or we're like the canaries of the 21st century, if you would. And this is affecting, again, a huge, probably I'm going to be a, go out on a limb and, and say, and uh, most doctors that do work in these areas will say that 80% of the population has some sort of allergy that's affecting the quality of their health and well-being. Chances are we're talking to 8 out of 10 people right now who have a problem with allergies. Dr. King will be back right after the break to help you alleviate that problem, hopefully. Stay tuned to The Healing Revolution. Dr. King's Natural Pet Pharmaceuticals Homeopathic Medicines offer simple, safe, and smart relief for various dog and cat ailments. Giving pets medicine is often challenging, but tricks and treats and traps are no longer necessary. Dr. King's Natural Pet solves the problem with taste-free, pure, water-based medicines. Simply pour a half-measuring teaspoon into your pet's water bowl once a day. Your pet will drink the appropriate amount of medicine for its size. As a plus, homeopathic medicines have no known negative side effects and no contraindications. They're safe. Visit DrKings.com for Dr. King's full line of healing pet products. Simple, safe, and smart. This is The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King and today's very timely topic, uh, allergies. Yes. How serious and how many people Mm -hmm. are affected by them. Right. And, 
you know, so we talk about all these, you know, crazy, you know, two to four hundred percent increase in pollens because of the increase in CO two that feeds the plants, it creates the pollens, and then the GMO super pollens, and uh, then the chemicals. We have more than eighty thousand human made chemicals that we have never adapted to as human beings. In you know, we've adapted to the things of the planet Earth. But now we've adulterated all that with these new human-made chemicals that our bodies, you know, either becomes toxic to us or we or or creates a uh, allergic reaction or both. And so we have that to contend with, and then we have with the modernization of our diet and overconsumption of sugar and of and carbohydrates uh, and uh, and just toxins that we are, it's breaking down our immune system. So our immune systems aren't as strong. They can't just nip it in the bud like it used to. And it becomes all these things are adding. And we have this overgrowth of candida that we've talked about in many, many shows. And this is, you know, the use of, you know, suppressive drugs for now over 70 years of that allopathic drugs in a suppressive nature have suppressed things. And we know when we suppress things, we send things deeper and they usually magnifies to a more serious problem. We don't want to be suppressive when it comes to our health. You know, just pop psychology would say, oh, take, you know, you know, you, when you suppress something, you send it deeper, it can all of a sudden become a problem. You know, a minor offense, let's say, okay, and you suppress that offense and never deal with it. Then it can become more of an anger later on. Then that anger builds up into a deeper-seated anger where you become the next postal person with a gun. You become the next uh, serial killer. You can become, you know, or you just end up with a more chronic disease, you know, because you sent that problem deeper and deeper into your body. The same is true when you suppress physical symptoms, you send the problems deeper. Mm-hmm. You can suppress a basic diaper rash, okay, as a baby. You got your diaper rash was suppressed with cortisone creams or something, and then that skin rash of any kind it gets suppressed, it goes it can go into the lungs and become a lung asthma or a, a chronic COPD. Or you suppress the superficial thing of something and all of a sudden it goes into your intestine and you end up having indigestion and then you end up having stomach cancer or colon cancer. I mean, that's what happens when you suppress, you send it deeper into a more chronic, a more serious problem. We don't want to be suppressive when it comes to our symptoms. Our symptoms is just simply the messenger saying, help, I need help in this area. I'm the messenger. We what? We don't shoot the messenger. Never. Yeah, but that's what modern medicine has been doing, shooting the messengers. And that sends the problems deeper. And hence why we have this huge increase in chronic disease. And so what we want to do is don't go with anti-anything, <laughs> antibiotics, okay, okay, uh, antihistamines. How about that one? Those are passed out like candy. Or they are. And antihistamines for allergies, 
Now they're finding out, oh, never give antihistamines to, a chil- to children. They're outlawed in many countries. And now there's even adults, they're saying only use them for a short period of time, only when you have to. And because whenever you go anti-histamine would be, it's like anti-immune. <laughs> and so you're suppressing the immune system. That's not a good thing. There are studies in, done by universities out there that are showing that antihistamines cause you know, you know, increases in brain tumors. Really? In brain cancers. Whoa. Wow. Don't want to go there. So we want to be careful whenever we suppress anything. Let's get away from uh, – now, I'll use suppressive therapy for a short time if I need to. Let's say I'm going to the dentist, and they need to drill my teeth and give me a filling. Uh, I can, I'm not going to be the hardcore guy <laughs> that say, okay, go ahead, dr- doc, drill me. <laughs> no, uh, no. You know, I'm going to say, okay, give me a little Novocaine. That's suppressive therapy. But I don't live on Novocaine. No. I'm not going to stay on Novocaine daily. Okay, this is a one-time shot. It's, you know, that's, you know, we want to be practical. Smart. We want to be, yeah, smart. We want to understand, but, you know, but if we're living on antihistamines for long periods of time, that's not fixing the cause. We're not listening to the messenger. We're not saying, okay, what do I do? And that's what we're going to talk about to, here today and probably in the next show as well, is how to listen to the messenger and actually correct causes where we're not here to suppress symptoms, even though the remedies that we'll talk about are very work very quickly, very fast, give you a fast relief, but they're not suppressing the symptom. They are expressing your body's ability to bring balance to, the, to your system. It, they're, they're actually activating your body's immune system to awaken and respond in the proper ways, not just suppress it. That's like germ warfare, suppressive therapy. Let's just, it's like trying to kill all the mosquitoes with a toxin. Okay, it's not going to happen. The mosquitoes are going to come back, and they'll come back stronger. <laughs> you know, uh, and so we, you know, we don't here to try to kill all the mosquitoes. We're not here to do germ warfare within our bodies. We are here to you wake in the environment. I love Asheville because you you don't hardly see mosquitoes on our farm. Now you have to go deep into the woods to find mosquitoes around here. They're not like so many other places. We don't have the swamps, right? Right. So if you clean the swamps up, clear, you know, it, you clean the environment, you, this, the mosquitoes won't show up. I don't have any mosquitoes on our farm because we have very little woodland. You know, we have, and, uh, you know, the, they don't like bison, I guess. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we just don't have the mosquitoes 30 years I'm, on our farm, I might have found or heard one or two mosquitoes, the little zzzz, and that's it. So it's a beautiful place to live. We want to be thankful for Asheville, the low humidity lower in relatively to the east. It's the lowest humidity. It's got a great things, and you don't have many mosquitoes. I love that. A little plug for Asheville. Good Thank for you, Asheville, you. I for being here for me. Totally agree. 30 years now. Yeah. 30 years. I love this place. My bumper sticker says, I wasn't born here, but I did get here as quick as I could. <laughs> and we're glad you did. <laughs> yeah. So now 
back to the uh, allergens, you know, what are the, the symptoms we talked about? They're more serious. And, uh, but yeah, you basically, you got your sneezing, your head congestion, your headaches. Sinusitis is a common connection with, with uh, allergens. And what happens when you treat these kind of things like sinus? You end up, it's easy to end up because you're not fixing, going after causes. You can end up with chronic sinusitis. That's all because of the suppression. Okay. And we're here to express it. Homeopathy works beautiful for allergies and for sinusitis. And it's more corrective in its nature. You'll see babies a lot of times, oh, with the uh, ear aches. Yes. And all those things. And so I love, you know, want to get to the causes behind those. A lot of times it's allergy to milk. And milk is a big problem anymore. Just to add, I want to say something about milk. What has happened to milk? Yeah, what has happened? You know, it is. there's a genetic flaw found in milk due to playing the genetics with the milk cows. Those beautiful black and white cows that say, eat more chicken. <laughs> uh, <laughs> those are the milk cows. Why are they talking about it? They're the milk cows. Well, because... They only produce milk for about two years of their life at tops, and then they're sent off and culled. They're burned out. They're fried. We've genetically selected and selectively bred them to produce like 100 pounds of milk a day. And now they're fried in two years. Toast. And where do they go? They go off to McDonald's. Yep. Buys them into all these burned out dairy cows go to McDonald's for the burgers. Sorry McDonald's, but I don't I don't like your burgers. You know, there's we want to be aware of these kind of things. We have genetically adulterated the cows by selective breeding for so long that they produce now a genetic flaw in their milk. And uh so I think it's beta trypsin uh 7 morphin 7. Uh, which is uh, a, a genetic defect in the protein in the milk. And this has a morph, morphine, a morphine-like product. So all of a sudden, why is morphine such a big problem today? Maybe because we've been on this genetically all, you know, flawed milk for so long, and it's called A1 milk is the genetically flawed protein chain, you know, link in the protein chain with this morphine 7. So what we want to be aware of, we want to get A2 milk. And you can buy this now in the stores, A2 milk. And that A2 means that's the genetics where these animals have been tested. And usually they're bringing out the old school brown cows. You remember those? Guernsey. Guernseys. And Jersey And Jerseys. But yeah. even more so the Guernseys okay. have the highest- of A2 milk for a dairy cow. So okay, okay. We've been experimented a lot with camels, all A2. We have the Watusi cattle from Africa, all A2. Okay. Uh, these are, that's the good, clean, genetically freed, free milk. And But the black and white cows, very low percentage of them have A2 milk. Holstein, it's all A1, yeah. which is the genetic flawed with the morphine 7 in it. Do you think, Doc, I've noticed in the last few years that just personally, you know, I drink a glass of milk and I love milk. I love whole milk uh, or eat some ice cream or I, I got to I start sneezing 
just uh, every time I have a glass of milk or some kind of dairy product. Mm-hmm. And that's only started developing on me in the last few years. Mm-hmm. I grew up on the farm, you know, drank whole milk with yeah. no pasteurization or homogenization yeah. or nothing. You look kind of a European guy that had, you know, genetically you came from a lot of milk drinkers. So you have, you know, more of a tolerance to it. Where other people, you know, a lot of people, Asians and, and African descents have a high percentage of milk allergy. And so, you know, and but now that we've had the genetically flawed milk, this is multiplied significantly. I can see that. So... No, we have to be very careful. So we drink, if we drink milk, we're going to drink A2 milk, you know, and it's been genetically tested cows and there's A2 farms now that are manifesting to bring this milk. And then most people notice, well, my digestion improves since I changed to A2 milk, et cetera. So, you know, they don't have the congestion and the, uh, like you had mentioned, Sneezing. so try the A2 milk. I'm going to. Yeah, I Does am. it fix everything? I doubt, but it can, it fixes a lot of the issues that we're seeing with milk. Gotcha. Um, again, that's a sign of the genetics and the alterations, adulterations humans have done into the food chain. Yeah. So stay away from the regular milk. Go to the A2 milk. Uh, another sign, and so the, here – the, so the ears, when child, babies and children are having all these ear problems, yeah. it's horrible. It's miserable to have a child screaming with an earache. You know, think of milk as it really is, and especially eight. You know, getting off the A one and getting to the A two milk, and it's called A two milk <laughs> in the stores. Uh, now, you know, so running and stuffy nose, uh, red swollen eyes, itchy eyes. Uh, you find bloating, indigestion, fatigue, as I mentioned, is a huge. Uh, you find just generally feeling miserable. And like I said, it can even take you to the point where oh, you feel like you have a head cold or you may even have the flu bug. But it's really just an overreaction to, from the allergies, the accumulation of all these allergies. Like I said, they're cumulative. So once you hit the season with the pollens, then you have a low level of food allergies and you have some environmental allergies, and then you have the A1 milk allergy and all these things, and it all accumulates to what we call uh, your uh, your he- heap of allergies has built so big that you can have a serious reaction. Your heap of allergies. Heap. Yeah. It's, it's allergies and toxicities. Gotcha. I, I find it's hard to separate the two because there's so many of the toxins in our environment today that can aggravate Okay, and toxins in our medicines, even. Okay, so there's toxins everywhere in our cosmetics, huge measure of toxins in our cosmetics. So we have, uh, you know, foggy mindedness, uh, feverishness, uh, you know, all these things. You know, again, I hear a lot of people, you might even hear during this allergy season, oh, I think so and so's down with the flu bug. I've heard a lot of people say, I'm not sure if I've got a cold or I've got just allergies. I've yes. heard a lot of people yes. say that. And you hear a lot of you know, people saying about well, a guy went home with so-and-so went home with the flu yeah, today. Yeah, I heard that and too. This time of year? Yeah. You know, and so, you know, many times these things can be allergies. So I just want to show you the not only the high percentage, and we're talking some very high percentages. We're talking, you know, people that are. Uh, just a few statistics that are coming out now 
Over 50 million people in the U.S. alone have nasal allergies. Uh, 30 to 40 percent, uh, 30 uh, percent of adults and 40 percent of children, you know, with seasonal allergies, diagnosed, been to the doctor for it. Yeah. Not just, oh, yeah. I'm going, just walking through it. Uh, you know, allergies become one of the, this, the sixth leading cause of chronic illness in the U.S. Sixth leading cause. Yeah, with a cost of like $18 billion a year. Uh, so we're seeing this huge increase uh, in everything from allergic rhinitis to asthma. Uh, and, and so it's time that we can get to the root causes and realize allergies can affect every part of our being. And you talk about suppression. The over-the-counter uh, medicines that are available to suppress the symptoms is out the roof. I mean, there's you go in any grocery store, drugstore, and there's a whole aisle full mm -hmm. of stuff. Yes. And and I, over the years, I've tried a lot of them, and over the years, I've put them all back. I don't mm -hmm. want anything to do with them. They drive me crazy. You can't they sleep. Yes. You if, know? If, if they, they have a lot of side effects. Yeah. And not only do you get, when you think side effects, it's not just the, even the immediate ones that everyone talks about, but it's the chronic ones that you got to watch out for. How's it really affecting your liver over time? Good point. Okay. It is seriously affecting liver. Uh, how is it affecting other parts? My heart, you know, the health of my lungs, my digestive system. How's it really affecting my immune system? And so we want to be very, very careful and be, let's go proactive. So things that people do a lot right now, things like, you know, oh, I, tell you, I eat local honey. Helps me. Why? Because it's a natural immunological builder. Okay. Uh, and taking homeopathic remedies has been a huge and wonderful success. We make a product that is called, you know, for regional allergies. We have a southern yeah. mix here for our part of the country. Okay. We have a northeastern mix. We have a Great Lakes mix. We have a Plains mix, a Rocky Mountain mix, you know, a Pacific mix, a desert mix. You know, so, you know, it depends on where you're living first and also maybe where you even developed your allergies. So maybe you developed your allergies. Uh, my wife, for example, had a lot of allergies. And she grew up in Northern California. And so... Yes, she first, you know, when she's, she's dealing with allergies, and she's went through this season so far. She's been wonderful going through it, no symptoms, you know, but she, but she's used our allergy mix. And if there's something, that, you know, is affecting her, she's using that southern mix, um, and that, you know, nips it in the bud, fixes it, and she takes that, and, it, and she goes, she even starts before the allergy season, if that's even, and never even experiences it. That's the best way to fix it, isn't it? Isn't that it? smart? Yeah. And over the years, she her allergies have gotten less and less and less. And then, but sometimes she needs to go and go back to the Pacific mix where she grew up. And that formula, where she, you know, is maybe where the root of she developed some of her responses to allergens called antigens. Yeah, it had manifested. And so sometimes you need to go back to that. And uh, I find I don't even have to take any allergy formula now. And uh, and I grew up in the Great Lakes area, 
Ohio, Pennsylvania. And uh, when you say, well, which one was it? Well, I lived right on the state line road. <laughs> and so half <laughs> our farm don't. was in Ohio and half was in Pennsylvania. And, uh, you know, and that's, uh, people think, well, are you bipolar or something? Uh, <laughs> no, no, just grew up on the state line. Uh, paid taxes in both states. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so allergies for me, you know, I don't even have to go back there anymore. It has corrected them. Gotcha. It has built my immune system up. It has balanced my immune system probably even more accurately. So it's modulated it, balanced it in a way that I don't have those sensitivities anymore. And I have to watch sometimes with the foods that I eat. And sometimes, you know, I have to be, you know, and I eat naturally and organically and everywhere I can. And that is really good. And I stay away from GMO, of course, as best I can. You know, if I eat out, I'm also careful. I eat things that I know are not GMO. We'll be right back after the break here. And Dr. King will talk to us more about living without allergies. We'll be right back. Dr. King's Natural Medicine features over 150 products specially formulated for everything that ails you. From allergies, mental confusion and fatigue, to indigestion, pain, weight control, sports performance, and sleep. Dr. King's Natural Medicine has been providing safe natural medicines for the entire family for 30 years. Dr. King's advanced homeopathic products have no known harmful side effects, no known negative drug interactions, and no known contraindications. Dr. King's natural medicine products include taste-free, pure water-based oral sprays, topical oils, and topical creams. Visit drkings.com for Dr. King's full line of healing products. This is The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. Back to the show about uh, allergies with Dr. Frank King on the Healing Revolution as we wrap up today's show. Yeah, I, I think I see a number two version coming here, don't you? Yes, uh, definitely. We're going to uh, uh, talk another remedy here, some other remedies for allergies but uh, uh, today. And then uh, next week, we're also going to go into a lot of some natural healing techniques or techniques that you can use at home. Yourself, you can help with work with each other and your family, uh, even help your friends. Uh, little kind of really cool techniques to awaken your body and help desensitize from the allergies. Okay. So it's not just you know, products that are great, but also there's healing techniques that we can all begin to implement to help desensitize us from allergies. Uh, and this, this is an exciting world that we live in, and we have the tools that in empowerment. Uh, as I shared, I walked through them myself in healing and with tens of thousands of patients with allergies uh, that I've worked with to help people overcome allergies is, you know, the worst people that have had, not people, the worst symptoms that people had where they become so impaired, they, you know, with, uh, with allergies, they could not function, they could not work anymore. Uh, and so these were the super hypersensitive people, like the people with the breathing machines on their backs. So another arena that opens us up and creates a susceptibility to becoming sensitive to allergies is this thing we've talked about many times called candida. It's a overgrowth. It's a yeast-like, mold-like. It's related to mold. It's uh, This candida is... Uh, 
overgrowth occurs in our bodies. And this is a pandemic. This is in probably some level of overgrowth, 80 to 9 to the 90 percentile of people have it and, may, and probably don't know it. And it can cause bloating and indigestion. It affects the gut first, and then it spreads. And it leads to things like leaky gut syndrome. It leads to, in that leaky gut, what happens is it breaks down the integrity and the quality of our intestinal walls uh, through our stomach, small intestine, large intestine, where things become, you know, uh, breaks down. So in all that, that tube from our mouth, all the, through our stomach, our small intestine, large intestine, and eventually out our anus, okay? That, that tube all the way through our body is the, really the inside that tube is the outside of our body still, okay? So, you know, we want to be careful what goes through our intestinal walls, and when that gets leaky gut, when it, and it opens up and it breaks down and things get through, one of the things, for example, is on where proteins don't digest completely and they get into our system, the body recognizes that as a foreign body and creates allergic reactions to it. You know, other t- chemicals and toxins that can leak through uh, normally where a healthy intestinal tract will keep it from going through and send it on down and out, you know, the, the septi- to the septic tank and out the body. <laughs> that, you know, how is how our body should work. But our intestinal tracts are breaking down. Our intestinal walls are breaking down. That's, again, called leaky gut syndrome. And that leads to many allergies as well. And candida is a thing that gets into our intestinal tract and breaks down. It's a bully. It kicks out all of our good bacteria and says we're taking over. And even though we take lots of antibiotics or probiotics, I should say, antibiotics is leads to this lucky this leaky gut thing and candida overgrowth and high carbohydrate and sugar diets lead to the breakdown and allows candida to overgrow in our body, in our intestinal tracts, breaking down our intestines again, leaky gut. And this causes a lot of the allergic reactions. And it, it happens. All the naturopaths, uh, natural doctors for hundreds of years have actually found that disease begins and can end in the gut by us healing our guts, or healing our intestinal system. And this candida formula we've worked on, and we've treated candida for over 40 years now. And now this is a great formula. It's a powerful formula. It's easy to take, just two doses a day. And it's uh, simple, and it really helps awaken your body to bring balance and connect and really deal with that candida. A lot of people get on very strict diets to try to treat candida and a tight rope tight diet. And that is very difficult to maintain you know, lifestyle wise. But when you start treating with the homeopathic or aquaflora's candida formula is amazing in that it will help awaken your body's immune system to deal with this candida bully in your gut. And, you know, and that's how you can begin when you treat and get that back into balance. Okay. Then all of a sudden your body's immune system will come back alive again and stronger again. That what happens, symptoms from the candida overgrowth are multiple. You'll see, you can even take a little test on our website, uh, a little questionnaire appraisal. uh, And it's worth taking a bottle. Just watch the difference of how you feel. You might find, wow, I have more energy now. My, my mind is more clearer in thinking. You know, my my allergy symptoms are going away. 
Oh, you know, my my indigestion is clearing up. Uh, bloating is going away. Oh, I feel happier. My mood is better. You know, these are wonderful signs that you're getting candida back in control. You know, you know getting it back in control again, and you're. You know, so that is a big part of what leads to allergies as well. So a one-two punch would be the regional allergy formula that I talked about and then the candida formula. And uh, you read about a lot more detail on our website. I uh, have articles, got a lot of uh, uh, radio broadcasts on the candida, uh, a lot of information there to begin learning and become educated and to make wise decisions on how you can truly overcome allergies that can lead to even more serious problems later on in life. And so always work with your your doctor, you know, as well, and be proactive in building your health, strengthening your health. Uh, and that's who's going to survive and thrive in the 21st century. The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. That website he spoke of is drkings.com, D-R-K-I-N-G-S.com. Join us next week for The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. As an author, lecturer, and whole health practitioner, Dr. King has a passion for natural health and empowering people to reach optimal health and wellness. Dr. King's 40-year career as a natural healer is all about equipping you and your healing revolution. Go to drkings.com to take free personalized health appraisals, including his whole person appraisal and candida test. You know your body best, so take back your health and awaken your healing power within. Learn more about the healing revolution by visiting drkings.com, where you can sign up for Dr. King's free newsletter or email a question about your health to Dr. King at thr at kingbio.com and join the healing revolution. You say you want a revolution.